night. This is the Everything Podcast, and here today joining me is Cody. Cody, would you like to say anything? Yeah, I'm your dad. <laughs> this is nonsense about Cody. Okay, so today's episode, our theories are going to be on Skyrim. I'll just quickly say the uh, our first theory for today. I do not know how to pronounce his name. I think it is Pothronux, the like dragon who teaches the humans how to actually defend themselves from the dragons. And, oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I will quickly uh, give you guys the article name so you know it's not plagiarism. Um, it is sc- um, screenrant.com. So if you want to go there, you can read their theories. One paragraph. I'm just going to Pranthorax. I'm just going to call him Pranthorax. Um, Pranthorax is an ancient dragon who sits a- atop the throat of the world as ruler of Greybeards. Long ago, he was a terrible monster that committed numerous artisities um, against mankind, but decided to turn against his dragon kin and teach men them um, thuem, thuem, I think it's called, enabling them to fight back. Since he has retreated to the solitude of the mountains to live, to live as a pacifist, but perhaps he is just bidding his time to carry out his true goal, enslaving mankind. So what do you think about <clears throat> I liked it till the very end. Yeah. Um I don't think my... uh I don't think he's trying to enslave mankind. Yeah. Um but if that stuff in my opinion that actually might make him a little bit cooler cuz um I've seen some stuff on the Skyrim games. Um, at the end, I've seen you, like, fight him, all that. It's really cool. Um, but the reason why I think that's cool is that imagine being on, like, the strongest side in the world. So, let's say you're playing, like, a video game, and you can, like, decide how much people are on one side. Or if you're playing, like, Call of Duty or something, you decide on how much bots are on each side. You put the max number on your side and, like, the minimum number on theirs. Like, you know, you just keep on, like, winning and winning and winning and winning. And then all of a sudden, you're like, I feel bad for those people. And then go on their side, teach them how to fight back, and actually help them out. Like, that Why? might make her, like, a better person. Well, a dragon, I guess. Oh, you're talking about dragon-wise or not just, like, human-wise? You're talking about dragons doing that? Yeah, like the, you know, the dragon that's at the top of the mountain. Anthrax? Yeah. I, I think that's what definitely makes him a lot cooler. Well, <laughs> the game is cool to begin with, but to be able to have the the, the thorough or whatever the gray beards and being taught, that is super cool to have the dragon's okay. breath to 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 do those things. But I don't think that he that Pantherax is trying to enslave mankind. I think they nailed it on the head, yeah, and said that he probably feels bad for just annihilating mankind and said, "Hey, I'm sure somebody showed him." down the way that mankind can be saved and that, you know, we're good people and probably changed his ways and his dragons hated him for it and want him dead. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, I mean, the game's cool. Definitely. Yeah, agreed. 
I like the game. I like the powers and everything else you get on it. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. Let's move on to our second theory. Um, Lydia had her mind erased. Erased. Um, ask any Skyrim player player about Lydia, and you are likely to hear endless praises, as well as a bit of frustration due to her tendency to block doorways. As the first follower you acquire in the game, Lydia is the NPC follower who the player will probably spend the most time with. Acquiring dozens of levels, fighting against enemies together, she's a strong melee fighter who can hold her own with enemies you encounter. Fans are very curious as to her origin and have come up with complicating, a complicating scenario that isn't too crazy upon examination. Lydia is the only follower gifted to you by Jeral and rewards for taking out the first dragon to in the main story. She's a pretty good fighter. Yeah. It's reasonable to dis- to assume that Lydia had a place somewhere in Geralda's court before before this, but about her welcome, but odd devotion to her position. Yeah, I completely forgot about this character because early on I just left her. Cuz you can command her to stay or follow you or fight and do that kind of stuff. So I let her come a couple of times and battle and hang out, but then eventually I took her back to the city. I can't remember what city that was I'd always go to. I had a house in the bar. Well, I don't want to say a house, but it was in the tavern. It was that basement. I can't remember what town that was called. But anyways, I left her in that town and said, you could stay here then, you know, because you can fast travel. So I think you can fast travel. Anyways, I'd always go back if I, I was like, oh, if I need her, I'll just go back. Because I didn't, I didn't want her to die because I wanted to use her yeah. on my missions. So I didn't want her to die early on in some dumb battle yeah, and then be over with her. So I completely forgot about her. I probably should, When I go back and play the game, I should probably go find her. Yeah, because like, what would be like a really, really, really cool feature is if like, they added something at the end of Skyrim where you actually left her back in the town, like something that you did. And then they made a Skyrim too, where you actually go back and then, uh, they Oh, had, and get her. Yeah. And like, in like, you know, like kind of like the, uh, um, if you haven't watched Mandalorian, go watch it. But kind of like in the Mandalorian season two, where he goes back to the town and like his two friends, like the girl and that guy, he goes back and the other, they're like a little bit smarter. They've got like better strategies and stuff. It'd be cool if you came back and she was like, more powerful. Yeah, that would be cool. Or like a nice little sequel. But the only thing is, is that anyone who's ever played Skyrim knows that you have to dedicate like a month to play it and like hit every single level and every single task and every single mage and every single spell. Skyrim is not like your typical Call of Duty or any other you know, Fortnite, I don't even think Fortnite has a story. Does Fortnite have a story mode? Or is uh, it just online gaming? It is, like, it has, like, a battle royale, but as it gets further into the seasons, it has, like, a story, for example, in, like, ch- in like chapter one, they had, like, a thing going on, and then chapter two, um, mm-hmm. they started, like, hinting at some stuff, like, for example, um, like, in chapter one, they started hinting some stuff, like, chapter two. Which, like, is increasing in the storyline, like, something happens, so then, like, this person appears, for example, um, aliens appeared, 
and then the IO came in, and they've been here the entire time without us knowing. And but they hinted at it the season before. The IO would be like wandering around the map, and then mm-hmm. um, they hinted at that before, which is what they usually do. Yeah, but it's not like a true story mode game. Like yeah. Call of Duty is a story mode game, and I, I think the best way you can relate to anybody who hasn't played Skyrim before, I'm sure they've played Ark. Ark right. would be a, an equivalent game to yeah. Skyrim because Ark you could go on forever, and you're just yeah. constantly building, constantly gaining, constantly taming animals and kind worlds. Of like- Kind of like Minecraft, like uh. Yeah, kind of like Minecraft. It was like really never an end. If you play like on PvP servers, it's just like you keep on trying to become more powerful and more powerful while other people are becoming more powerful themselves. Right, but the only difference between that is that Minecraft doesn't have an end, and yeah. Ark, Ark, and Skyrim both have ends. They have both have means to the end. Yeah, like. But it's the same kind of gameplay, though. Like, you just keep going and going and going. But the nice thing is that the cool thing about Skyrim is that every task or level you go do, you level up, you get more strength, you can carry more armor, you get, you know, if you decide to do magic, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you get to you get to learn those things. So the game gets more and more interesting as you, as you continue to play. What would be, like, really fun is, like, um, people do, like, hardcore thingies. On Minecraft, where if you die, your entire world gets deleted. Um, mm-hmm. What would be fun is if people actually did that on, like, Skyrim, which would be, like, uh, cool. No, that wouldn't be cool. The only reason I disagree, the only reason why is that it literally, like, when I say a month, that's probably not exaggerating. It literally takes you forever to get to certain spots. And I remember when I got to the end... I skipped like so many tasks and so many missions and so many things that I could have been doing like with magic and doing everything else. And I went, I said, forget it. I've been doing this for like a month and a half because it was on and off. So I was playing it for like a month and a half, two months. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, I just want to get to the end. And that's when I found, that's when you guys saw the end dragon. I can't remember his name, but I just went straight to the end and doing it and got that done. And then once that was done, I'm like, oh, cool. I can go back and play again. But I had, like, no desire. I'm like, I just wasted a month and a half, two months of my life playing this game. I don't want to go back and restart it. Definitely, yeah. But, you know, now that we're talking about it, I haven't played it forever, so I should probably go play it. Yeah. Or, like, instead of doing, like... Well, see you in two months. Yeah. Um, but what would be, like, really cool instead of doing hardcore, what people also do is, like, surviving, like, a certain amount of days on the game. Uh, like, for example, on, like, Minecraft, people do, like, surviving, like, 500 days or, like, 1,000 days on, on like, Minecraft. What would be cool is if somebody, because um, what they do is they set across, like, missions. Like, uh, my goal in this amount of time is, like, to beat the Ender Dragon, get, like, a mob farm working, build, like, a house out of diamonds, like, stuff like that. It'd be mm-hmm. fun, like, Skyrim is if, like, um... For like, if you try doing like a, like five hundred days on Skyrim, like not in real life days, but like in the game, like yeah. like five hundred days, like learn all the magic spells, defeat the boss, um, just like stuff like that. Yeah, that would be cool. The, the other cool before before we end is that the other cool thing that I like about the game is that Skyrim makes you choose sides. So, like when you're in there doing something, if you decide to choose to be you know, a villain or choose to go against a certain clan or whatever 
like they hold you to that. Like that's like the same thing back in the day. Like they, they held you to your word. So if you decided to say, Hey, I'm, I'm with this clan and I support you. If you went to another town and you had the mark or whatever, or they knew that you were with them, like you automatically went to battle and you automatically weren't welcome. And so like that part, like it's pretty semi-realistic, which was pretty, right. which was pretty cool. I wonder how much coding and like time it took to actually make Skyrim itself. Oh, enough to make me sick. Yeah, like they built an entire world with a working AI system, um, memorizing what you've been saying, defeating bosses, good like CGI, all that. Like, I wonder how much, like, how long that took. Oh, yeah. Well, if you go to the map, the world is huge. And not just that, you can climb it. It, the elevations you can go up and down the roads and uh pathways and rivers and every I mean, it's just re- i don't even want to know how long it took them to do that what do you really- i think it's one of the most underrated games people haven't yeah. played what'd be really fun is if they added like a multiplayer feature in skyrim yeah that'd be cool like split screen or something or like if you could do like uh maybe not servers because then, like, people who are just starting the game to join, like, a server, there's going to be, like, people who already defeated the boss, like, best weapons and stuff, and just, like, spawn-killing people, so. No, it'd be nice. I I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to do split-screen because, uh, I, again, you'd be kind of going over and kind of tied to it. But what would be cool is if you could somehow tie the servers together to where it would be, like... I'm trying to use it as like a movie or something like that. Like even maybe like Ralph breaks the internet or wrecking Ralph type of movie where everyone, you can go into this world where everyone exists. So it's just a world that exists and you can go there and it will still count to your personal story, but you can go amongst your friends, amongst everybody else as they're doing tasks in the same world. Like that would be cool. Like kind of like role-playing, like people would probably do like role-playing. Yeah, but it's like, you know, so it's it's pretty much like you're playing the game. What my idea is that so it's like it's just like the story mode that you're playing by yourself, which takes forever. But if you take that same concept and make it a general world where other servers can tap into, so whatever so you you can go like play online, for instance. Like it's local and online. So locally you're not online, you're not on the server. You have your world, you have your uh levels, you have your gear, you have everything else. But when you decide to go online, it transfers all that to the same world. Yeah, that'd be, so that'd you, be. yeah. So you transfer all over there. So like, you could just go to that world and play online, and you could meet your friends and go do tasks together. But then all of your experience would transfer back to your world. So it's kind of like visiting, like jumping. Yeah, that well, that would be cool. Yeah, what would also be really cool is if they had like three divisions and an entire server. Well, they got like a server of like. 80 like 90 people like i would mm-hmm. say and um they split each 30 people into like a different clan and then like every like the uh, four hours they got all the people online in the tribes there'd be like a countdown in the top like signaling that you had an hour left and, mm-hmm. and then once that time reaches zero you get transferred to like a giant field and there's like three fortresses and then you all just go out, and then you like you just go with like the armor that you have. It's like mm-hmm. that would be so fun. Yeah, it would be cool. So uh, ending on this because we've been going for sixteen minutes. Yeah. 
but I will say, just came to my mind, you know, it would be really cool is if they made a Viking game <gasps> similar to Skyrim and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It'd be a similar type game, but it'd just be pure Vikings based upon actual history and clans and fighting against each other and actually sailing across the sea to go and conquer England and France and everything else and all the villages and, and do that kind of stuff. That would be that would be a cool game. That would be like that's my that's my ending thought. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this is the Everything Podcast signing out. Good good night, good morning, and good evening. Hope you have a great day and goodbye. See ya. <laughs>